KRMG In-Depth, the podcast. I'm Russell Mills. Fall has fallen. It's September 22nd as I record this, the autumnal equinox, the official end of summer. It's also a day set aside to raise awareness about falling, especially among our older citizens. It's an issue that doesn't get a lot of attention, but it affects millions of Americans year in and year out. And as you'll hear, falls are largely preventable. Now, for 70 years, the nonprofit National Council on Aging has served as advocate, educator, and support system for our older Americans. I spoke with the council's associate director of its Center for Healthy Living. Her name is Jennifer Tripkin. All right, we are on with uh, Jennifer Tripkin from the National Council on Aging. Um, and I, I've missed your title, associate director, is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay, and first, let's just give people a little bit of background. What is the National Council on Aging? Is this a nonprofit? Is it an NGO? Is it a branch of the Social Security Administration? What is it? Sure. Uh, the National Council on Aging is a nonprofit organization and is actually the nation's longest-running organization serving older adults. We're a respected national leader and trusted partner to help people age 60 plus meet the challenges of aging. And the National Council on Aging's vision is a just and caring society in which each of us as we age lives with dignity, purpose, and security. That is quite the mission statement. And nowadays, um, maybe more important than ever because our older folks are kind of under the gun right now and we we don't have to go too far into that. But some issues um, are, well, eternal. And one of them is that we all get a little bit older. And as we get older, we are subject to falls. And the statistics about um, uh, an older person who breaks a hip uh, through a fall um, are alarming. And I don't know if you have any of those numbers at hand, but I have read them before. And it is a major, major deal um, and and the, obviously the ounce of prevention is what we want to talk about today. And it is Falls Prevention Awareness Week. So talk to us a little bit about you know, why this is an important topic, and then we'll sort of talk about some of those preventative measures. That's great. Thank you for the opportunity to speak about this. Um, actually, one out of every four Americans aged 65 and older falls every year, and falls are the leading cause of fatal and non-fatal injuries for older Americans. So yes, you are right. This is an issue that is common. It is costly, both in terms of dollars and in quality of life. But the good news is that fall, falling is not an inevitable part of aging. Yes, the older you are, the more likely you are to fall, but through practical lifestyle adjustments and community programs, you can do something to prevent a fall. And so Falls Prevention Awareness Week um, is observed usually on the first day of fall, but just happens to be tomorrow. So the first day of autumn is when we observe Falls Prevention Awareness Day or week or month. And it's a time when we want to spread this important message that falling is not a normal part of aging and that there are steps you can take to reduce your risk. So this year, our Falls Prevention Awareness Week is September 21st through 25th. And we're encouraging all older adults and caregivers to know your risk by taking our falls-free checkup and also take action to reduce your falls because they are not normal, nor are they inevitable. So let's let's 
tackle the first part of that. What is the false free checkup? Like what kind of questions would I be asked or what are, what are we trying to determine? Sure. The false free checkup is a 12 question screening tool that is used by the Centers for Control, uh, Disease Control and Prevention. And it simply assesses your falls risk factors. Some which are more commonly known, such as your balance, strength and flexibility, but also some other falls risk factors that we don't necessarily think of when we think of falls, such as hearing and vision, as well as our mental health, which during these times is more important than ever. So these 12 questions are a good indicator of your falls risk and that also that there are activities and strategies that you can engage in to reduce your falls risk based on these 12 questions. So that can include, you know, changes to the environment in which you live, um, simple things like not having throw rugs or maybe too many small animals running around. I've heard that advice before. But also, uh, obviously, you, you can work on your own, um, like your, your balance and your strength and your flexibility. And I would imagine that you guys have information about how one could go about doing that. Yes, you, you are exactly right. We, we like to say that falls prevention is a team effort because, yes, there are some things that you can do by yourself, such as engaging in some activity classes and or making changes to your home. But there are a whole team of healthcare professionals who have expertise in what activities you can be doing to reduce your falls risk and what changes to your home will be most effective, not only to reduce your falls, but also to increase your function so that you can stay in your home longer. So falls prevention really is one, one thing that you shouldn't tackle alone. There are a number of healthcare professionals, your family and your friends, who also can be part of, of the overall strategy to reduce falls. And what are, what are the top pieces of advice that, that seem to be the most common and, and maybe easiest to implement for folks? Sure, I can give you six pieces of advice in, in very short, quick order here. The first one is to find a good balance and exercise program. So look to build upon balance, strength, and flexibility and engage in a program that will increase those to reduce your falls risk. The second piece of advice is to talk to your healthcare provider. Ask for an assessment of your falls risk and communicate with them if you feel unsteady on your feet. The third one is to regularly review your medications. We know that there are many medica medications that can make you feel dizzy or unbalanced or even rush to use the restroom in the evening. Talking to a pharmacist or a healthcare professional can actually reduce the, your risk of falls by addressing some of these unwanted side effects. The fourth piece is to get your vision and hearing checked annually and update your eyeglasses. Your eyes and ears are, are key to keeping you on your feet. The fifth piece is to keep your home safe. Work with an occupational therapist or another home environment specialist to remove tripping hazards, increase lighting, and make stairs safe and install grab bars. Simple things that don't cost a lot of money but can make a world of difference. And my last piece is to talk to family members and friends. Enlist their support in taking simple steps to stay safe. Falls are not just an older adult issue. It is a family issue. And so taking these pieces of advice, you can easily reduce your falls risk and start a path toward maintaining your independence for as long as possible. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bullet point those again and make sure I've got them in my head. So first off, maybe working on your balance, working on your flexibility. I was thinking Tai Chi or yoga, something like that. Tai which... Chi is one of the best exercises programs that you can do 
um, to reduce your risk of falls. And I'm happy to report in the state of Oklahoma, Tai Chi has programs that are being offered virtually online, as well as in person during non-COVID times. So Tai Chi is certainly a program that's available to people living in Oklahoma. Absolutely. I actually know a, a, a Tai Chi master is a fascinating guy. All right. Um, obviously, seeing your doctor, talking to your doctor, but specifically asking them the question, can you assess me for my balance? And that might be a, a good idea. Um, you talked about reviewing medications, and and I don't, you know, it's sadly, Americans tend to get prescriptions that they don't take, which is not good. But also staying on one that you no longer need to be one or staying on one when there's a better option or a newer option is something I don't think people think about that often. It's it's more like, well, I've always taken this, so I'm just going to keep doing that. So that sounds like a You good are time. absolutely right. Yes. Anytime you have a change in medication, you should ask your pharmacist or your doctor for a full review. And periodically, you should check in also with your pharmacist as you might be on the same dosage and the same medication for years, and your body just might react differently. Because as we age, we have changes to our body. So making sure at least once a year that you check in regarding your medications, that is a safe bet to reduce those side effects that cause falls. Now, getting your vision and hearing checked, and, and you made a good point, which is you know, what we see and what we hear has a lot to do with you know, how we move around and, and our balance is all in our ears, or at least most of it. Um, but I'll tell you, I'm the worst about wearing my glasses for years and not getting them updated. And uh, I hadn't really thought about how that could become a tripping hazard, if nothing else. Absolutely. As we age, we have changes to our vision, including our depth perception, including not being able to necessarily see changes in the floor. Um, and so getting your eyes checked periodically is a tremendously valuable thing that you can do. Um, and also making sure that if you have bifocals or other types of glasses, that they're appropriate and you use them only as directed. So yeah. checking with your, your eye doctor as well as getting your hearing checked. As you mentioned, hearing is all in, uh, is a key part of your balance. Yeah. Those are two important uh, risk factors that we don't typically think about when we think about falls, Ex- but they play an important role. Exactly. And, and on the topic of vision, the, you know, getting your house well lit um, and which was number five is, is something that, uh, folks, I don't think, and that's inside and outside, you know, maybe thinking about right. installing a little bit, a bit of extra lighting because a lot of these falls happen on porches in driveways, right? Going up and down stairs, obviously, but a lot of times just in the house where you think, you know, where everything's at and, <laughs> you know, you just might trip. Um, that's right. And then finally, falls, I'm sorry, go I was going to say, most of our falls do occur during routine activities. Um, you know, typically falls do, do not occur during something novel or a new adventure. It's usually something that we do all the time and just so happens this time that led to a fall for whatever reason. So you're, you're spot on there with making sure both inside the house as well as outside are appropriate. Yep, our brains go into that default mode and uh, you're not paying attention. That's when you're going to fall. And it's because you're, like you said, it's, it's, I've walked across this room a million times, but this is the time that the grandson left the, the Legos in the middle of the room or whatever, right? That's right. <laughs> so, um, and then six, and, and I think this one might be, uh, I don't know, I, we call it burying the lead. I don't think that's fair to say to you, but this it's vital that you get the team involved, that you get the, the kids, the grandkids, the neighbors, the friends to help out or, you know, and 
maybe offer some of this advice to them as well. Yeah. That's exactly right. Involving your, your friends and family is a, a vital part to staying fall free, asking their support when you need it and asking for their help. Um, not no longer climbing on the ladder to change the light bulb. They want to help you and it's really giving the gift of independence. So talking with not only your healthcare provider, but enlisting your friends and family in your efforts to stay falls free is a really important piece. Okay, so uh, we are talking with Jennifer Tripkin from the National Council on Aging. They have put together a, a program, a, a checkup for you, the, the falls free checkup, something that they do annually. Um, and you can do this online. It's, it's a dozen questions. You answer the questions. And if you got a score of four or more, is my understanding, then you should probably be, be talking about those six steps that we just that we just went over. Um, that Falls Prevention Week, the annual Falls Prevention Week, is September 21st through 25th this year. And where would people go to, to take this assessment? What is the website? How, how do they go about doing this? Sure. You simply go to www.ncoa.org and you will receive a prompt this week to take the Falls Free Checkup Quiz. And this is available not only in English, but it's also available in Spanish. Uh, so by simply going to our home site, ncoa.org, you'll see that Falls Free Checkup right there for you to take if you wish. All right, ncoa.org, National Council on Aging. For the falls sure. falls prevention checkup, I, I think it's uh, I think it's a great idea. I think it's really important, and I really appreciate you taking the time to to share this information with us. Um, is there anything else, Jennifer, that you'd like to add before we wrap up? I just want to thank you for your time and in your assistance in spreading this important message. Message, and also encourage our listeners to have that conversation about falls. It may be difficult one, whether you're an older adult, a child, or a grandchild but it is an important one to have and it can be life-saving. Yep. And, and you're exactly right. It may not be a comfortable conversation with grandma or, or grandpa, but, or other way around with the kids, <laughs> but it does need right. to happen because it, it is important. And as you mentioned, one, one of four Americans over 65, I believe is the number that you cited will suffer a fall every year. And, right. and it, it is a, the leading cause of serious injury and uh, fatalities, sadly, and preventable. So this is something we can all do together. Um, Jennifer, thank you so much. I do appreciate your time, and uh, perhaps we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much, Russell. Right. Take care. Stay safe. You've been listening to KRMG In-Depth, the podcast. I'm always looking for stories about the people, places, and politics of Oklahoma. I'm easy to find on Facebook, or you can always email me and the entire KRMG News team. The email address is news at krmg.com. I'm Russell Mills. Thanks for the listen. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.